looking down at your phone. I want to see. I want to see your phone on airplane mode. Okay, but listen, an emergency <laughs> just, came up. Oh, did it? Yeah, for real. And oh shoot! Now I feel I'm, bad for making a joke. That's okay. Listen, I'm trying to find this coffee table, so if you could just be patient with me. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Take your time. It's an emergency. I'm trying to find a coffee table online. It's for sure an emergency. Hold on. Is it something you're trying to get for your for your place? Yeah. Uh, Where else would you get, <laughs> get a coffee table? Yeah. Oh, for uh, for work. I mean, for I'm nice. Else. Yes. I'm nice, but I'm not that nice. No, I am. Yeah, you're trying to help, I would buy help someone, someone else out. Something. I would. I'm really dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I so I got hey I'm back hello everyone Dolly's back from back another from country Mexico. oh I was I was yeah. gonna keep it anonymous but yeah I already told, you said know, it once. you said it to a, a last episode <laughs> yeah um without my permission then that's fine that's fine um no one knew the city I didn't even know <laughs> yeah um I got sick I had a really great time I had an amazing time and I got sick twice once was tummy issues and the second mm-hmm. was I got like a chill and so like i was smotty oh. for like two and a half days um, yeah and like got a fever all of that um so like i feel so uh depleted of everything oh yeah you're trying to you're at a replenish mode yeah so i got a i drank a powerade today i think i had one two days ago too and mm-hmm. then water maybe like I had a giant San Pellegrino yesterday and like a bottled water. And then today I did the, I did the power raid. I filled up a glass with, um, liquid IV. Oh, I, I, I filled up a glass with water. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's all <laughs> no, clear. It's la- yeah. It's water <laughs> and liquid IV. And then I have like okay. my regular water bottle. So I'm hoping by like mm-hmm. two today, I'm, so yesterday you had a giant San Pellegrino and one water bottle. Yeah, I mean I had I and ate no a other water, right? But you had no other water. Oh, I had one glass of water, an additional glass of water. Well, that's what I, I mean. That's what I'm asking. I guess is that that's all you you're <laughs> dehydrated because you're not drinking water every hour. <laughs> Drink right. a cup of water every hour, you'll be set. Oh. Eight hours awake. Oh, that's how that works. They well, say eight, listen, eight a day, like every hour having some. I'm I'm drinking clearly Canadian. I'm I'm throwing an ad out here in case they want to sponsor us, yeah. but it's so good. It's a whole bottle. It's a little like sparkling soda, sparkling yeah. water beverage from Canada. So, and it's Canadian, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um still on the topic of water in Mexico. So mm-hmm. the uh town that my grandma lives in like the local water isn't great for drinking yeah so they like pay for water delivery and then so like the first so we got there like in the afternoon and we like went out to go eat something and then came back and then fell asleep and then the next day i was like oh i'm gonna like be on this i'm gonna be hydrated because i know there's gonna be like very minimal like fresh or not fresh but like I wasn't going to be eating salads like I normally yeah, do. Yeah, you're eating you know? a lot of fried or or cooked foods. Yeah, just cooked foods. Um, like the span of vegetables that I ate was lime, tomato, onions, cucumber. 
I think that's it. On, onions. Yeah. I think I said onions. Cabbage. I had mm-hmm. cabbage. Um, oh, cabbage. Cabbage. And um, and I was like, so I'm just going to drink water. And so that day I had like six glasses of water. And then at and then, so by the end of the day, I was going to pour myself another one. And my aunt goes, oh, uh, don't drink from that one. Drink from the other gallon. And I was like, you saw me. Yeah, I've been drink. drinking from this all day. Yeah, we've been inside the house all day. You saw me get up, drink water multiple times, and now you say something. And like, I obviously didn't say anything, but I was like, that's Incredible. so funny. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Great. But I didn't get sick, thankfully. But you were thinking about it. Yeah, I was like, could I? But it it was, I was fine. Um, And then I didn't drink a lot of water, honestly. I didn't drink a lot of anything. Yeah. Yeah, so you probably you got dehydrated from being in an area where that's warmer and then not giving yourself any liquids. Yeah. If you ate a lot of soups, you could probably get a little bit from that or fruits or different things. Mm -hmm. What kind of fruits did they I mean, obviously, every fruit almost is down there. But what are what were the seasonal ones that you had when you were there? Uh, Mango. Um, Oh, that's good. uh, I had melon. Like uh, what's the yellow water ones? Those water ones watermelons uh cantaloupe yeah 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 had those um i think that's the fruit i had well i I will say that if you were if you just happen to have some watermelons down there it'd almost be like you're rehydrating yourself but i've heard mexican watermelons are delicious and i think a lot of them come up here so i'm sure i've had them yeah we they were available, but we didn't pick any up because my my uncle was like, "There's a lot of sugar in those." We were like, "Okay," <laughs> so we did. Yeah, be like, "Yeah, but it's natural sugar." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the difference it's... of like sugar versus the others have a ton of sugar too. Mango is insanely sweet, and yeah. so is cantaloupe. But it's just one of those things. Like I, you're not gonna argue with the locals. I, I was, yeah, I wasn't gonna argue or even like talk back, but like the. The mode I went into being there was of an observation standpoint. Like this is the second time I've uh, seen my mom be a sister and daughter for an extended Mm -hmm. amount of time. So like I didn't want to try to be like I didn't want to take away from yourself. Yeah. And it was just really nice to observe everything, like everyone's relationships and dynamics. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a great trip. Had a lot of seafood. Nice. Ate some yeah, shrimp. Yeah. A ton of shrimp. And that's why I thought you got so sick. So much shrimp. Like, you're eating. <laughs> I was See, like, eventually. I don't, I don't think I got sick from seafood, though. I think I. It was that Montezuma. I don't know revenge. if I should. Uh, yeah. I don't know how truthful I should be. Um, about, about how sick you were? Of why I got sick. Oh, why? I just oh, got you were, sick. You were, I'll tell you off air. You were uh, doing drugs on the street and <laughs> found a needle and <laughs> <laughs> suddenly just had, Turned suddenly felt really wrong. sick yeah. to my stomach. Yeah. Again, my um, aunt didn't tell me until it was too late. Oh, dude, that, that did not happen. Um, yeah, but it was a lot I mean, of I have friends who have found things on the street and tried them and that's not, I was always, I'm always like, what? Ooh. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you don't know what's in that. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who's such that. Um, uh, speaking of that, like, I had to, um, from Seattle, I had to fly to LAX and then to Mexico. And mm-hmm. 
coming back, I had to, I had to go through, uh, customs and, yeah. um, and then I had to walk like three terminals away to get to where I needed to go. And on my way, yeah. I saw someone smoking something. I saw them smoking something and then mm-hmm. they didn't put it out before going into the building. They just set it on the curb and then went into the building. And I was like, oh. I was like, is that cause you're going to come back to it or it's so that someone else can, you know, enjoy it. have a, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy a moment. In time. I mean, my friend in grade school, I, oh, this is also a story like underage use of drugs. I'm just going to yeah. clarify that before I say it. he was like walking around and finding cigarette butts on the edge of, on the street and lighting them up to get a little bit out of them that someone had thrown out their window because yeah, he I've was just that. too young yeah. to buy something. And yeah. so I'm like, if he would have discovered that, he's like, jackpot. <laughs> he's got like half left. Yeah, I think that. I, I was just in a, I was talking to, I was talking to David about this actually, where I was in a situation. Oh, you know about this. Cause I, it doesn't matter. You know about this. Uh, okay. but I was in a situation but similar to don't. that of where you write the audience does not know where I was in that type of situation where it was like, it was like a loose <laughs> type of indulgence. Yeah, Do you I know mean, what you I mean? You can, you can, you got to explain it. Cause I'm like, I'm lost right now too. I, I don't even know. <laughs> So you're talking about people just just trying whatever's around them. Yeah. Whatever is around them. And Mm -hmm. I had a moment where I was like, Oh, this, we don't live in that type of world anymore. Like because of COVID or because of uh, like these like fentanyl and insane drugs that that are laced in everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, you can't, you can't like share a drink with someone anymore. You can't, like well if they're drinking fentanyl and they're no, no, fine no. I then just you mean, could drink it i mean in general in the sense of like covid stuff and just yeah germ, like how whatever um sure. but like when it comes to substances like that like smoked stuff it's like you don't know what's actually in there yeah well that's the scary thing so in the last year they were saying in in hawaii i always come back to hawaii because i love it but this part is not so good but they were there were people that were lacing um marijuana over there like joints and things with fentanyl for no wow. reason at all and kids were dying from yeah. or whoever was dying from like being like oh this is just marijuana or something and then they would they'd overdose from yeah. that and you're like that is insane so nothing is like safe unless you get it at a legitimate store and know like someone buying like a drink at a store knows okay this drink is literally from the factory Oh gosh, maybe like within this last year I saw someone post about it was like a it was coming from like a news source like a like a New York Times or something where mm-hmm. it was this story of this caterer and a bride getting sued by multiple people that attended uh, the bride's wedding because they mm-hmm. laced the food with marijuana and <laughs> really? But it's didn't not tell anyone, of course. didn't tell anyone. And multiple people were like ill, like vomiting. And oh, because it, it was too intense for I mean, it can hit anyone's body differently. Yeah, it can yeah. be terrible for a lot, a lot of people. 
And so like this party just went downhill immediately. And then people ended up suing the. Some people were having a blast. I bet just running around. They're like, this chicken was the best chicken I've ever ate. And they're like excited and sure. or tired. But like yeah. the crime of that, like, why would you think that's okay? Like, that's not a joke to. Yeah. You can't, you can't uh, to not tell someone something is in something yeah. that they might not want to have. That's like when I did that chili cook off and I put meat in the vegetarian chili cook off and then the, the meat eater was like, this is really good. And the rest of them were like meat. so appalled that they ate meat. <laughs> I was like, I'm so, and I was like, Hey, it was Nally's chili. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but he doesn't even meet meat. Yeah. They don't even meet meat. Yeah. So a lot of them were like, they didn't eat meat their whole lives. And then because of me, they had beef that, yeah. <laughs> that one no, time when they hell. had a sample yeah. of the chili and they were going straight down no, to the underground. To hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Adventist world. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, man. so I was like, well, I just figured I was like, I didn't. And then I, I got, I wasn't, I didn't feel as it's weird. I didn't feel as bad about it as I probably should have. I was just like, well, I, I knew their chili Oopsie. tasted good. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. So Oopsie. then I just made it a little better by adding my own seasoning to make it. So it's like, I made a really good chili and it was way better than the other watery vegetarian ones that it tasted so much better. Um, I could have, in hindsight, I should have got their vegetarian branded, <laughs> Nally's vegetarian branded one, and then added seasonings, which is still kind of cheating. But I didn't want to do all the work. Yeah. It's like book reports in school. I want to watch the movie at the last minute when I haven't actually read the book and then do a report and read a few pages of the book and put some information in that wasn't in the movie. That's what I would do. Don't do that, kids. Read the book. Yeah. Don't do but it, kids. Just but saying. literally everyone's done it. Everyone's, that's how we passed high did. school yeah and all and they're like how come you always pick books that are based off of movies and i was like i wonder why i wonder why or there's been a movie made i did i read congo then i watched the movie the book was actually really good i did yeah. read that book um more in depth it's about uh dance about the infamous dance at weddings <laughs> yeah uh what congo yeah <laughs> we're doing the congo dun, 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 dun. yeah um, it was or giant monkeys dancing at a wedding and smashing people's heads in one of those yeah. two probably i was um i was at the tame impala concert in uh what's that place seattle no you've gone to a, a tame impala um, concert in some other place that far place in like um los angeles no it's here at the gorge and oh um, and there was there was uh so they were playing and my friend and someone was playing the the like percussion right and mm-hmm. uh my friend goes play the congos like yelling to this person right so <laughs> that's I, like, playing a song no like to the person on stage like my yeah. friend was like amped right like yeah yeah Play like trying Congos. to hype them up yeah it's not part and of the I song i turned to him i turned to him and i was like they're congas and i was laughing so hard i was laughing so congas. hard it's easily one of the funniest like memories i have yeah oh man and the and the There's, people like, the and you were close enough they could hear you congas, congas. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually not plural. It's just Congo. Oh. It's a country. Did but did it's the band Congo. hear it from from there? No, no, no. Oh yeah, I figured you were close enough, and the band like stops and like actually, we don't have those in the, this song. I didn't even think anything was wrong with it at first when you said Congos. I'm like, sure, 
Well, um, when was the last time? So it's been a few weeks since we talked because we recorded, pre-recorded a couple episodes. Uh Um, Did I talk about, did we talk about my California trip at all? There was New Year's, there's all this stuff. Yeah, there's, I've gone to, I've gone halfway around the country, actually almost all the way across the country this week, last week, and then down to California. Yeah. Before that, Pittsburgh and the Vicksburgs. That's from that thing you do. I almost I wanted to go to Erie, PA this last week because uh, that's where the movie That Thing You Do, that's where the band's from. Yeah. Um, but it was Tim not Honks. filmed there. Yeah. T- oh. Tom Tom Honks. Tam Honks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tam, oh, it's Tam Honks. You're right. Tom <laughs> Hanks, our name for, t- for Tom Hanks. Uh, you remember that movie that Tam Honks is in? <laughs> And they're like, which one? It's Who's so Tam Hawks? Oh, you know, done so they've done so many movies, and then you're not giving a gender at first, so they have to really think about it. Um, but that movie is still one of my favorites. America, so America's sweetheart. <laughs> you know, Tam Hawks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> won the Oscar. I feel like they filmed in California and made it look like it was somewhere out there, but there's elements of it where they're going across different parts of the country and there's signs. I know they went across the country for that movie. Um, but it was like 140 miles from Pittsburgh up to Erie and it's on Lake Erie. So it'd be really cool to go. Cleveland's like, yeah. Um, uh, no, it's, it's Erie PA. Oh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Cause on the movie, they're like, I'm from here. I'm not here with these fellows. I'm from Erie PA or whatever else, you know, different. You'd have to know the movie, but watch that thing you do and you'll get all the quotes. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio is where the rock and roll hall of fame is. That's not far either. Both of them are like an hour, hour and a half. Um, but just with all the things going on, we were going to studios a couple of days, checking stuff out, filming. So I was like, well, I won't worry about it if it's an, if it's two hours each way to get up there and back. And they also said this time of year, that it, all the cold winds off the lake create like sometimes there'll be like a three foot snowstorm because of all the, oh. the snows falling and then the cold air meeting. And it's just like piles up. So it's like, yeah, I'll just go in the summer. It's supposed to be beautiful. So I do want to go back. Um, nice. but yeah, Pittsburgh is really cool. And I went to the Andy Warhol museum. Oh, nice. Which was very cool. It's seven stories downtown. And I, if I would have taken time and read every single picture and looked at everything, I could have been in there like three, four hours and said it was about an hour 20 because you walk by some and kind of go quick. But so like, obviously, mostly black and white. So you would have loved it. Uh, just all these vintage and pictures with hanging out with all these stars from back in the day you got and every every name you could think of from the 60s, 70s, 80s of artists and things are like somewhere in a photo hanging out with him in New York at the, at the factory, the place where they like the big warehouse space basically. And, um, the Rolling Stones, like he had a magazine called interview where they interviewed, they had had a drawing of each artist on the front. I put, took a picture. You probably saw the one with sting on it mm-hmm. and different people, but it was like this, the room that had all the interview magazines was like, I don't know, a couple thousand square feet. And you're walking around wow. the edge of just like, all these magazine covers that they did. So I'm like, man, did this guy just independently wealthy? Cause I didn't know a lot about him, but he obviously, he made a ton of money with his art. Cause he drew the Campbell's soup can and then got popular with a bunch of other things. And I'm going to, I'm butchering yeah. his story by not telling the whole thing, but all the stuff he did, he spent it. He lived at 58, had a heart attack, I think at 58, but he did like, I would think from his like teens all the way up till his death, he was creating constantly just, tons of crazy artwork and interesting things 
So you start at the top of this thing and you walk all the way down and each floor has different kinds of things. Oh, so, cool. and his family owns it because oh, he's cool. from there. So he did a lot of his stuff in other places, but they have like, there's an area you can walk and they had like a full lion just stuffed sitting back behind this glass. And it's like staff only. And there's all these boxes. So they have a lot of stuff that's not out that they'll rotate through different times of the year and different years. Mm-hmm. So you end up seeing like different stuff every time you go. So I'm like, I'm going to go back for sure. Nice. But it was inspiring to see. I took pictures more of all the film stuff because he's like sitting there and there's Andy Warhol written on like the director's chair and he's sitting there behind a film camera with sunglasses on. And I'm like, that is like the cool, like everything he did, he looked like the coolest possible Mm -hmm. person doing whatever he was doing, basically. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's some controversy around him or like not controversy, but like Mm -hmm. um, the discussion is like whether or not he is seen as an actual artist because um it could like most of his art was based off of things like it was pop pop culture references of that era Yeah. yeah so yeah um and i don't know what my opinion is on it i just i i think like in this day and like in the last few weeks um ai art has kind of come to the forefront of yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like does like obviously art is subjective um yeah it is someone likes art and what that actually means you know like i can take um i can take a photo and a very similar or or uh, and a very similar picture can be taken by like the greatest photographer in in the US mm-hmm. or whatever in the in the world. Yeah, alive um, now. Yeah. Yeah. But like what what sets the two apart or like someone what, what basing makes something true a art? painting off of my photo that I took. Um yeah. You know what so I mean? I I think it I think it's completely subjective and that's why art is so cool because like commercial art or something that someone commercially deems worthy to be on like TV or something, there's elements of that and stuff he did. Then there's stuff that's abstract art. That's just like creations that are like plastered newspaper stuff on top of each other, all these other things. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. Like um, things like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed medium. And so all of it, I mean, if, if, if I was thinking of one name, that's like the definition of like an artist, a modern day, I th- I mean, he's passed away now, but he died in the nineties. Um, but I feel like that's the quintessential definition of like a true, like just a, a, um, eccentric artist that just is like, so like their brain's so out there, they're doing all this r- random weird stuff. Like his films aren't like a film that you would sit down and be like, this is an, uh, Hollywood production. He's like filming these random things. He's having people do on camera and be like, okay, you stand here, you stand here, you throw this, you do this. And it's just these like tests. It's almost like someone just like capturing their life, but they're directing how it goes. Yeah. And I think what I, what I do like about his art or like the film pieces is that it, they were made in such a time where um, the subjects within like the subjects that are covered within his films um, kind of um, 
I mean, it was seen as uh, not revolutionary, but like counterculture at the yeah. time. Like it stood out. It was it was yeah. unique. It was like, whoa, what's this? Yeah, yeah, just to push the conversation compared to the others of the topic itself. Sometimes, um, yeah, like the one he had. Yeah, there was a room that had his films, and most they aren't showing like the most risque stuff, but some of them they are. You know, just the photos and different things. And yeah. he was he was all about kind of nudity and like free it was kind of the the hippie vibe on some of the stuff of just how he is his old mantra with his filming and different things like that or his photography uh, but there's one that's just this like hardcore makeout scene between these people and just these slow motion these mouths just like connect, connecting and it's this close yeah. shot where it feels like the camera's like right there and then another one where it's like five minutes of people staring at the camera and it's just like this guy like moving little little movements like you normally do because it's hard to hold completely still just like staring and you're almost that whole thing when they have people like connect with someone else and they're sitting there like therapy stuff they do this where they're just sitting there and they're like connect with your spouse or whatever and they stare at each other for five minutes straight and just look into the eyes and they feel like a close connection with people so he's like creating that artificially with these random people and then you're yeah. watching it and you're just like watching this person staring at you and i was like these people are well some could still be alive because he was doing this in the 60s and who knows how old some of the people were but i mean like these people are immortalized in this moment and you get to see their persona who they are and i thought that was pretty cool um on the film stuff and they didn't have a lot of the stuff i was hoping to see like the thing he's known for is the like using the zoom toggle on a camera or Toggle? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or you zoom. Toggle. 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 I was thinking of dong dongle, dongle, like the computer things you plug in. A dongle is like, I know it's not dongle. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with dong gold is not good. So anyway, so you're zooming, you're zooming in and out, and it's like flying in yeah. and out really quick on someone's face. I didn't see any of those kinds of films there, but if it would have sat long enough, probably some. But I just love doing that. I love hitting the like zoom in and out feature and be like, I'm doing the Andy Warhol real quick <laughs> and get a moment on super eight with that. Yeah. Or, or those, the handy cams and all the cameras from like the nineties had that too, or zoom like so fast and it would yeah. stay focused the whole time. So it's just like interesting. It, yeah, it was like inspiring. It made film. you want to create. Yeah. Oh, I really like that effect on film though. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like for a moment. And like, I think Austin Powers did it. And they're like some of these uh, like uh, sequences where they're zooming in and out to him where he's like, he's like, yeah, baby. And he's like, mm. you know, the little um, time lapses of just him partying and stuff. And they would do that a few times too. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of things I real like kind of like, so Eddie Van Halen passed away earlier when like a year ago, I think now it's been a while, but or been a minute. But he uh, he kind of created the hammer on in guitar, which is mm. totally not related to Andy Warhol. But Andy Warhol like can be credited with so many things that people do now that are a little abstract, I think, too. Yeah. Ooh, so it was really was it was inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. I for oh, I watched um, a Pele documentary because he also passed away recently. And mm. I I honestly had no I mean, I'm me and my family i have no concept for football um mm -hmm. uh, soccer american soccer or football yeah worldwide um football and, for the rest of the world yeah and so i was watching this documentary and didn't realize that like he uh 
kind of was a trailblazer for like what we see now in modern soccer football. Um, Just the techniques, things he was mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Like agility and um, mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what you would call it. Like athleticism, just the, sure. the style. I mean, style of play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Style of play. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what's cool about like, I always think, you know, I like to think everyone stays young forever, but I, I like yesterday when you were on Instagram post, you're like, she's back. And you'd be like, I just realized that I'll never be, never be as young as I am right now. Yeah. I like, no, yeah, I think about it all true. the time. Keep getting older. Yeah, I think about it all the time. I, like, well, I know. Oh. I guess you didn't say I just realized. You just said like, hey, thought for, for today yeah. or whatever. Yeah. This is the youngest yeah. you're ever going to be. Yeah. And and people are always like, well, one step closer, one one minute closer to the grave. <laughs> and that's yeah. like the real, real downer side of it. But um, you think about years and time people have. And then I was talking with uh, friends this week about how um, basically uh, top scientists have figured out that the uh, that the Earth is basically in about by 2040, we're going to be at it like a post-apocalyptic era or like an extinction of the mankind based on how the earth currently is and what we're doing, what's going like resources on in, and stuff. in the earth resources, the amount of people, all these things. So it's kind of like in our lifetime, I was like, Oh, I'd be 57, 58 in our lifetime. There might be a major shift in like for the way people live, maybe 75% of the population dies off. Maybe they don't. I'm saying the the scientists are saying it's going to happen. They've wrongly predicted stuff before. So there's a good chance that, that it just continues. But then most people are saying the, the experts are saying good chance that it doesn't continue the same. And then we're all living in like a Mad Max situation. Whoever's alive, you're like underground or the resource, the sun's too hot or these things. And I was like, wow, well, it makes me want to enjoy every moment more now, just in case then I got to like rough it or I'm not here. May as well, may as well, like not, get bogged down with the small stuff and be like, remember when we were worried about like <laughs> all the little stupid things that didn't matter. And now we can't even go friggin' outside yeah, and get food or whatever. You have to wear a radiation suit to get, get your vehicle and your vehicle doesn't even work. So this yeah. is, there's a few uh, revolutions this week or revelate revelations. Revolutions are different. That's there's that's, revolutions happening all over. That's the world roundies. Right now. How many roundies you go around something? <laughs> Yeah, revolution. So revelations. <laughs> the other one is like so. China is like talking about taking Japan back, and this is this Ooh. is like after the little stuff going on. So the one thing that I didn't know about. Oh no, no, not taking Japan. Sorry, China wants to take Taiwan back because mm-hmm. Taiwan is people that left from China and kind of started their own thing over there where Taiwan is at. And in Taiwan, they have the factories that make all the chips that okay. basically go for all the computers, all the cars, every kind of machinery you could think of, these chips are made in Taiwan. So China would get control of it, basically, and they could charge whatever they want for modern society, computers, any car, anything to continue. So, and I think the US has been quoted saying, this is talks about it, that if China went in there, the US was going to blow up those chip factories, which it's, it's billions of dollars of tech and industry in there and to do that sets everyone back to not the stone age because we still have our current computers nothing new no new cars no new phones none of that you would have to live with where you're at for for the the forever almost because like rebuilding those would be 
so much lost. So that's, that's an insane thought. Yeah. Um, I forgot who I was talking to someone in like the industry of this stuff was saying that, um, there's a few, uh, companies that are making their own chips. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, so what's that word? We're like manufacturing. No, where, um, the thing itself is only like, uh, it's not compatible outside of the, um, ecosystem of the brand itself. It's, uh, oh, what's that word? I don't know. It works within what they built. It works for their thing they built. Like if I had a, if I had an electronics company and you had an electronics company and I made chips, you couldn't use my chip in your. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have their own. Uh, I know. Uh, well, OEM would just be their original thing, but it's kind of like each company has to have their own. Yeah. Whatever that phrase is. I got it. Yeah. 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 Um, we're like, there's a couple companies, um, like us companies that are doing that because of this stall with chips um, or the for cars and other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, hopefully it gets more people figuring out how to do stuff on uh, here. So then they're not relying on stuff in somewhere else for sure. Uh, but the question is, can people start that production in time in case all those things right. go down? Cause then, yeah. then, then Apple and others would have to be like, yeah, I guess we gotta start making our own chips. And then the, de- the delay, maybe it's a few years, maybe it's not as big a deal as it sounds, but to think that, that our country would, do something like same with like uh, an EMP bomb. Those are things that just that wipe is. out any, any experience EMP bomb music electro- project. <laughs> yeah. Like the EMP in Seattle. It's a bomb yeah. of just Seattle artists hitting the air and it just uh, sound garden raining down Nirvana, yeah. Foo Fighters. Um, it's a uh, electro electro. I can't even <laughs> say <Negmatic>. electro <laughs> pulse, electromagnetic pulse. pulse. Okay. So when the when, when if one of those was set off over a city or a region for a certain amount of miles, it kills every chip, every electronics device mm. in that whole area. So you're talking about power grids going down, and no internet, yeah. nothing, it's, and uh, your vehicles won't run. Car stores, you couldn't buy anything because the computers don't work. Um, so it's that thing that's, in uh, it, it's what they do in um, uh, Ocean's Eleven. Do they <laughs> do they one of Vegas. those? Yeah, when they go to Vegas and um, they, they set shut off. the casino down. Yeah, Don Cheadle sets off this thing, and all the all the casinos go dark, and then um, uh, Brad Pitt <laughs> and George Clooney, <laughs> Bradley Pitts, <laughs> go yeah, yeah. Brad Bradley's Pitts goes into Bradley's Pitts um, the vault, and they steal the money. So there, well, there's. So I think that was like they shut the power off or the the grid to the hotel. This would be like in the air and it just everything oh. dies. This, oh, this is like it's actually a, like this one was in a van and like the van exploded. Hmm. Oh, maybe it's something similar. This would be something where like all of a sudden your car won't start and everything. And but you to oh. your to your knowledge, nothing has happened in your area. A plane flew over and you saw a little in the sky or whatever it yeah. is. And then you're like, oh. This is, that's weird. Now nothing works and you'd be back in the 1800s and you have to get horses again to get around. You have to do all that stuff. 
or move to an area where that didn't get blown up. But how do you even get out? So that's all the things like everyone's I think everyone's operating on a sense that everyone's going to be decent in their warfare attacks and not do the most devastating thing possible to end civil civilization, basically. Yeah. I'm still trying to think of what that word is. When someone when someone has their their own. Yeah, I think there's like a P in the word. Promise. <laughs> Potential. Yeah. Poo poo pee pee. Poo poo pee pee poo poo. Pee pee poo poo chip plant. Pee pee poo poo product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pee pee poo poo product. Yeah. Uh, why that this has been a so pee pee poo poo product. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. So I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, proprietary. Yeah, yeah. Proprietary chip. Yeah. Yeah. Poo-poo-poo-poo. Just call it the pee pee poo poo proprietary chip. So it's like P, it's if the alliteration be P and then a P for P P, then poo poo. So it's it's a fi- it's a five P product because it's proprietary yeah. afterwards. So P P to the fifth P. power product. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Why is that so So, so funny? it's it was but but basically it's it's kind of a dark outlook to think like, oh, it's all gonna end in less than twenty years. Um, so I'd like to think that it'll continue longer. So I'm going to keep on living like it will continue longer and just enjoy every minute. Um, and as long as I'm still here, great. Really yeah. good. So and I'd like to give a shout out because my dad's 77th birthday is the day that this podcast comes out. Happy so, birthday, Howell. Yep. Howell Johnson. Johnson. And that's H-O-W-E-L-L, not Hal. Howell. He's no Hal. He's Howell. 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 So like, how well are you? It's just like that. I mimicked um, you pretty well that time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Howell. Yeah. I like your dad's name, Howell. It's cool. Yeah. Howell. It's, it's kind a, of. It's a, it's a, it's a, like a, like a firm name. It's like, there's no word they're just sounds there's a okay go ahead i didn't know if i wanted to say stern or firm um it's a solid name it's a solid it is a really solid name yeah well so his first name is james like mine so but he was the third james James howell Howell. johnson the third yeah so the third pretty cool yeah. i could have been the fourth i could have had howell as my middle name but oh, then they were God. kind and they switched it over because it's just not a, it's dated these days yeah yeah they changed yeah. it to rick richard <laughs> yeah dick johnson. obviously yeah. dick johnson yeah that's what they wanted richard johnson <laughs> they did not do that fortunately because yeah. rick is short for richard too mm-hmm. there's all these different names yeah. that are like yeah. how do you ricardo Ricardo, yeah. yeah, I have. Mul- oh, there was James my Ricardo. friend. My friend's name's Ricardo, and his birthday was this last week too. So we're just celebrating life basically this week with toasting people that their birthdays are on this Wednesday, which happens to be my dad. But seventy-seven is a big feat, and he yeah. didn't he didn't realize it was his birthday coming up naturally. But uh, I was just like, hey, so we bought like uh, got him a new sweatshirt yesterday. We were gonna try to put it on, but then they'd already put a few things on him. I was like, oh, we'll just put it in the closet. Yeah, but my uh, grandma, but yeah, he's. My great. grandma just turned 93. 
that's all. Awesome. Oh yeah, that, that was the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did the? Okay, so uh, real quick, I'd yeah. love to hear the breakdown of this year's party. How was the? How was the party day this year compared to the last one? Were you shocked because this time you've seen it before? No, it was really chill. It was really chill this year. I think, I think they went all out last time because it was her ninetieth, um, and it felt like everyone on the block came over last oh, time. Cause it was 90 last time. It was time. 90. Yeah. Um, so this time it was just my, most of my aunts and uncles were there. Um, and then my cousins, a couple of my cousins were there. Um, and we just hung out all day. It was really nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple posts you, you did. I love that neighborhood by the way. Yeah. It dope. looked like so cool. I was like, man, I feel like I want to film something right now. Like the cobblestone streets and like the little houses and stuff and like motorcycles driving by. I'm like this scream cinematic and like a cool story is about to happen somewhere here where I, where I'm at home and I'm like, I don't want to film these streets. This is kind of just like cars driving around. And that seemed like small town feel like yeah. you're off the beaten path and it looked cool. Well, I learned, like, I learned so much. My mom shared a lot. Um, well, my mom and my uncle shared a lot of, like, what the neighborhood used to look like um, mm-hmm. when they were younger. Like, I guess, so that town used to have a lot of um, coconut trees. And, like, they're still there. Um, yeah. But it, it was just, like, fields of coconut trees. And so my... Oh, so, like, jungly looking. Yeah. But it's still, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, so when my grandparents were building the house, my mom and her siblings would be sent to go get um, palm leaves um, so that my grandma could make like a, like, you know, adobo style where like you where like the um the palms themselves were treated as like hay like a hay and then you'd like mud mm-hmm. over and then solidify it yeah. clay and stuff. Yeah, for roofing, right? Yeah. So like that's that was their first home. Um and it used to be uh well it it sat on the property of where my grandma's house now is. Or the oh, what but- the state of it now. Like it's always been there. And I was like, that's so cool that they just like kept the same area and then just made this house or whatever but a newer oh so this one doesn't have that style this is a newer house on that same property Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah because there's well and you said adobo which probably is the right way i and adobe is like something i've heard for like the stucco on the side adobo is the food i always get these mixed up i'm sorry adobo is the food and then there's adobe is uh, the like clay the house yeah okay and then there's adobo adoba which is the mexican restaurant that's very authentic in the, in oh, the, in the u.s yeah. probably not authentic <laughs> you know that's qdoba qdoba <laughs> not adoba. The burrito place <laughs> you know whatever qdoba yeah. burrito Q-doba. place um yeah no Q-doba. but uh going back to what you were saying like yeah it's it's really what i liked about the town is that there's a lot of like light and shadow um like beautiful compositions that just happen naturally there Mm -hmm. so yeah i i think if i were to ever write something i'd want to base it there 
um because it's it's just so pretty yeah and it's uh it's coastal kind of too right like near mm-hmm. near uh ocean yeah that's mm-hmm. cool yeah, yeah. The beach oh so you like went you went to the beach also do you did you get in away? did you like step into the water to feel the water yeah a little bit yeah my toesies didn't yeah, swim dogs got in no because i can't oh yeah my dogs are barking yeah yeah that's Took awesome the dogs to the beach. yeah it looked it yeah. looked amazing yeah it was really pretty the i guess a hurricane went through there um this past year and so the uh water like the what do you call that the uh when water um the the um do you know well there's like about? high tide low tide where the water moves in and out yeah but there's a word for like where um what you consider the water like where it starts or whatever it like came in inland yeah um, okay since the flooding hurricane. yeah flooding okay like not that much still it's still um like thankfully it didn't move all the way into where the houses and stuff were um in that area uh mm-hmm. but it the tide did come up some like there's um yeah so part of the beach is now smaller than it used to be with yeah. things and it stayed there it didn't recede mm-hmm. back yeah wow okay yeah. That's the one thing about living coastal. I always th- would love to be on the beach and I'm like, but do I want to be like low at the beach <laughs> on the right. beach level, like on a nice open area with ocean? Sure. It sounds amazing. And then in Kauai, when I was there, it's like the hurricane had come through and like the houses, you could just see into all the houses that ripped off the like front wall of the house. You're like seeing into a bedroom. that's all broken. No one lives there anymore. And I'm like, that real estate was so expensive. But if you're like, yeah. maybe... 30, 40, 50 feet up, at least if there's a tide, a w- wave of water coming in about 10 feet high, it won't get into your house. So being a little back is good. And where I'm at now is like so driving out, looking at Puget Sound. I'm like, we're probably 30 feet up if you look at like the actual level of the water to yeah. where we're at. But sea we're level. still like very close to the Puget Sound. And I'm like, it's you'd have to drive straight up the hill and out of here and then not have your stuff if there was an issue. So it's a little, little scary thinking about like tidal wave stuff. I mean, that's one of those like end of the world kind of things again, where those things start to happen. Then you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. So we're in for a good 17 more years and let's see what happens (laughs) at 2040. (laughs) And if all, if all things go right, we'll be alive long enough to see it. So cross the fingers and maybe we'll get to experience something really cool. Uh, Yeah. Like I hope it doesn't happen. You know, yeah, me too. But if it had to be at the expense of it, or if like, if what it brought on as well was the Blade Runner look, you got you're me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you're all about it. Well, so the Blade Runner look versus babe. living in is two totally different things. The look of it's beautiful, the cinematic <laughs> look of it, but like. If you look at like Mad Max, you're like the old Mad Maxes. You're like, dude, it's a desolate desert and people can't survive and there's no water and there's no, yeah, yeah. But they didn't have a high production value. Yeah, yeah. Back then they didn't. So, so it'd be fine. And our real lives would have a super high production value. (laughs) Yeah, we got James Cameron. We have uh, a a Ridley. I don't know. Um, I don't know if who needs to hear this. I always love when the Instagram stuff say that. But just because the film directors are alive now doesn't mean they're going to make our real world as cool as they do in their in their worlds. I don't know. <laughs> That's man. the one. Yeah. 
there'll be virtual reality. It's like ready player one. You go into your crummy apartment and then you jump online and then it looks amazing. You're like, wow. Um, but I would, I would like to think that something will still be around and certain parts of the world might become less inhabitable. We'll see, but we'll be here still podcasting about it when that happens. Maybe that happens. Maybe (laughs) that's a long, that's like 17 more years. We'll do live shows only. Um, but yeah, uh, this is episode 102, so we've made it into the 100s. It's almost time for our new uh, podcast photos. We're going to work on those soon. Oh, exciting. So we have two episodes till we're going to be into the, like two years in. So the third year, we got to have new photos. So we got to do photo sessions soon. Okay. So deal. I'm saying it on here so we do it because people have heard mm-hmm. it. So now we've got to think about our, think yeah, about our stuff. I'm getting my hair cut on Thursday, so this is perfect timing. That's perfect. I just got mine cut, so we're good. Let's just go with a new look. Yeah. Are you going? Uh, do... Are you going bald? What are you going for? Yeah, just the back <laughs> of my neck. Yeah. Um. Uh. We should. I like our photo that's currently up, but I think we should be more coordinated. I think it'd be fun to do like a. Let's do a new outfit. one like it. A new one like it, where it's like yeah. I want to be no, holding still the phone, Polaroids. but, but it... yeah. Oh, you want Polaroid again? Yeah, I think so. I think it's fun. Well, I, you know, I want a black and white Polaroid this time then, so it's saturated like the old classic ones. It would look okay. so cool. Done. So we'll do some black and white Polaroid shots. Okay. But I think... Oh, okay. Then either... Okay, I'll think about what tones of shirts we should wear then. Either sure. white or black. black or a gray. Well, so you have the, the... You're blessed with like a darker skin tone. I need to accent the white by having something dark, I think. But we can try. Let's try some stuff. Yeah, let's try some stuff. Great. So, but yeah, thanks for joining us for episode 102. We'll see you next week. See you next week.